Welcome into another episode of Locked On Phillies. The Phillies just keep winning. The victory shirt is on, and Kyle Schwarber is as hot as anyone in baseball right now. Plus, we get to see tonight if Christopher Sanchez can continue his hot streak on the mound, and I've picked out my trade deadline darling for the Philadelphia Phillies. All of that on today's episode of Locked On Phillies. You are Locked On Phillies. Your daily Philadelphia Phillies podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, this is indeed Locked On Phillies. Thank you so much for checking us out. I'm your host, Connor Thomas. Been doing this for two years now for the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you so much for checking us out here uh, at Locked On Phillies. You can listen to us wherever you get your podcasts. You can watch the show on YouTube. Please make sure you're rating, reviewing, and subscribing to the YouTube. It really helps me out. Uh, we're just about, or we might have actually hit, I've got to check, uh, 1.5 thousand subscribers to the YouTube. So really appreciate everyone who's already done that. I know there's thousands more of you out there who haven't. So please, if you haven't, go ahead and do it. 1.5 thousand people can't be wrong, and it costs you no money. It takes two seconds to do, and you get notifications whenever new Locked On Phillies episodes are posted. So go ahead and check that all out. Today's episode is brought to you by Sleeper. Swing for the fences on Sleeper picks, and you could win up to 100 times your money. Download the Sleeper app and use promo code Locked On, and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Currently operational in over 30 states. Check out Sleeper today. Man, what a win for the Philadelphia Phillies last night. It wasn't the prettiest win, but they got the job done. They got things going early, and it got a little tight at the end there. Uh, Gregory Soto worked out of a jam in his relief of Aaron Nola. Aaron Nola got into a little bit of trouble in the fifth inning himself, but that was more on the defense. We'll talk about all of that. But what I want to start with following last night's Phillies win is Kyle Schwarber. Man, has he been hot. He homers to lead off the game last night, and it is his fourth consecutive game with a home run. Now, NBC Sports Philadelphia on the TV broadcast put up a graphic of the Phillies, recent Phillies that hit home runs in four straight games, and it was like Michael Franco and Odubel Herrera. So it doesn't necessarily mean he's completely broken out, but it means he's on a good stretch right now. Like this does happen from time to time when players get hot, but I'm not taking anything away from Kyle Schwarber. Man, he's been so good lately, and his average is starting to climb up towards the Mendoza line. He's batting 189 overall in the season. That was his 26th home run on the year. That puts him in fifth place, a tie for fifth place in all of baseball. And if he keeps coming on strong, man, he's going to be up near the top of the National League again this season. The guy just... He's a machine when it comes to hitting home runs over the course of a season, but he has gone through cold stretches at points in his career, and he was in a big one earlier. But June was nice for him. July seems to be better, and the second half is starting off hot. I know. He's not your prototypical leadoff hitter. I get it. That's not going to change. But what else is not going to change is him in the leadoff spot. He's going to be there because this team just wins when he's their leadoff hitter. I don't know what else to tell you, but Kyle Schwarber has been incredibly hot, and he's going to get an added boost, right? We know that Bryce Harper, at some point in this series against the Brewers, is going to play first base, which will allow, we presume, Kyle Schwarber to go to the designated hitter spot, and there's some advantages to that. First of all, Kyle Schwarber's played in all 94 games so far this year. That tires out guys who are in, I don't want to say in great shape, because Kyle Schwarber is a professional athlete. 
I don't feel right critiquing his shape. But the point is he's not an overly athletic player when it comes to the professional baseball landscape, right? He's the worst fielder in baseball beyond a shadow of a doubt. He's not the most mobile guy. And I'm sure it's wearing on his body more so than it would on most major leaguers to play every single day out there in left field. He's not built for that. That's just not what his forte is. And to have him in the designated hitter spot, not only is it a rest for his body and his legs, which may lead to more power and more uh, more production at the plate in general, but it also means he could just focus on his at-bats. He can get swings in the cages in between innings. He can just chill in the dugout in between his at-bats. I mean, all of this really helps out Kyle Schwarber. So he's been super, super hot lately. And I wanted to give him his absolute due for what he's been doing to help the Phillies. I mean, homers in four straight games, and the Phillies have won all four of those games. He's homered in four of the five games to start the second half of the season. Uh, I can't say enough good things. And plus, made a great defensive play yesterday. I know I just told you he's the worst defensive player in baseball. Well, he took one off the top of the wall in left field yesterday that really helped the Phillies out. He had a great night. Hopefully, he'll do it again tonight as the Phillies take on the Brewers. That game, Phillies-Brewers game two, is at 6.40 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can listen to every pitch of the Phillies' hometown radio broadcast of that game on the SiriusXM app. Just go to the SXM app and search Phillies, and you can pull that up there. We'll talk about that in a little bit and preview tonight's game with a Christopher Sanchez start. But let's also talk about the starting pitcher from last night. I call him Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, and that's what Aaron Nola has been all year long. He's good. He's bad. He's bad. He's bad. He's good. He's good. He's bad. It's flip-flop, flip-flop. I think about the Michael Scott in the office where he is snip-snap, snip-snap. Like uh, That's just kind of what he's been all year for the Phillies. But last night, you got good Aaron Nola. Gave up a couple runs in the fifth inning, but that was more on the defense than on him. An error on uh, Derek Hall, uh, a bad route to a ball by Brandon Marsh in center field. I didn't think it was that bad of a route. It was kind of one of those ones where it had some tail to it. And he ran to where he initially thought uh, the ball was taking off to. He had to go back. So sometimes when you're tracking back towards the wall, you lose sight of the ball, you lose focus on the ball, and you're kind of heading to a spot that your natural instinct takes you, and it ended up over his head behind him. And that kind of cost the Phillies a little bit in that inning too. But uh, bottom line, Aaron Nola was very good in this one for the Philadelphia Phillies. He had four perfect innings to start out the ball game. He ends up with a stat line of seven and a third innings pitch, four hits, Three runs, only two earned, though. No walks and six strikeouts. No walks is huge, and only two earned runs and seven and a third innings pitch is great. He's got a 4-2-7 ERA, so we still need to see that come down, and that shows you how inconsistent he's been. But it was a much-needed good start by Aaron Nola. Gregory Soto comes in and works out of a big spot in the eighth inning to help keep the uh, keep the lead alive at 4-3. to three. Craig Kimbrell closes the door for a 16th save of the year. It, it wasn't a nice and easy game like it looked like when the Phillies scored in the first three innings uh, off of Julio to run, but it ended up being a victory, and that's all that matters. And some other guys that came through big for the Phillies, Trey Turner, two for four with a nice triple. He ended up scoring after that triple earlier on in the game. Nick Castellanos, an RBI hit, and Bryson Stott, two for four. This kid is incredible. He's just There's no moment too big for Bryson Stott. I don't know what the kid's ceiling is. John Cruck has said multiple times on the TV broadcast on NBC Sports Philadelphia that he thinks that Bryce Stott is a future batting title winner in the National League. And I find it hard to debate his ability to do that. Now, the competition is stiff right now with Ronald Acuna Jr. down there in Atlanta and Luis Arise in Miami and some other good hitters in the National League. But 
Bryson Stott is just a pure contact hitter that creates opportunities. He's athletic. He fields his position well, even though he had an error in the ninth inning uh, last night that made it a little bit more interesting than it needed to be. Uh, I'm singing the praises of this whole lineup besides one guy, and that's Derek Hall. And Derek Hall had a costly error in that fifth inning uh, that allowed a run to score. That was the one unearned run for Aaron Nola. He hasn't done much at the plate. He's not doing much defensively. I mean, this is a guy, he's had two errors in the past two or three games, I think it is. So he's going to lose his spot at first base if he's not careful. And not that he's not trying. He's absolutely trying to play well. And I like Derek Hall, a very likable guy. But for a contender, you can't have a guy at first base that's not producing at the plate. I mean, right now he's currently batting 180. But unlike Kyle Schwarber, uh, he doesn't have the home run total remotely. The power hasn't shown up as much as we thought it might be. Maybe it was all the time off because of the injury that he had early on in the season that caused him to miss months, but he hasn't been that good. Now, Bryce Harper eligible to play first base now in recovery from Tommy John surgery. Derek Hall could find himself in uh, AAA real quick down there in Lehigh Valley, and I can't blame the Phillies if that's a decision that they make in the coming days as guys get healthier. But Derek Hall's in a rough spot. Outside of him, uh, I'm happy with what – uh, the other guys are doing in the lineup. J.T. Romito, a hit last night. He needs that. He's still only batting 247. Trey Turner up over 250 now. Maybe he's starting to make his push towards 300. We'll see. But another nice win for the Phillies, and they are firmly in a playoff spot. Well, not firmly, but they are in a playoff spot as we stand right now here on Wednesday, July, what's it, the 19th? Yeah, that's a, a good sign for the Philadelphia Phillies. And now we can start to talk about if they continue this hot streak, not just how do they make it in the playoffs, how do they get that seeding up? And we'll talk about the next opportunity to do that. They play the Brewers tonight. Christopher Sanchez on the mound, and that's the big question. Can Christopher Sanchez continue to pitch really well? He's 0-3 on the year. Maybe we see him get that first win of the season. Uh, we'll discuss that coming up next as we continue Locked on Phillies. All right, I want to tell you about one of our newest sponsors, okay? At one time or another, we all need a little financial help. That's why Dave is great. No, Dave's not a person per se. No, Dave can help you get cash though. Dave's a, a company, an app, and Dave can help you get cash when you need a hand between paychecks and can help you build credit by settling extra, ca extra cash advances on time. Basically, financial management app, and it can do everything under the sun that you need to make sure you're maximizing your money. Dave is the banking app that's leveling the playing field, uh, the financial playing field, rather, I should say, just like the baseball field can be leveled when you have a good lineup. When you have a good player like Dave on your side, that financial playing field can be leveled. You download Dave, and you could get up to $500 in five minutes or less. You don't need a credit check. You don't have any late fees. None of that with Dave. It's part of Dave's extra cash account. Advance the money you need with no interest, and then settle up later. It's a great way to get money when you need it in a pinch. Extra cash gives you more money to buy groceries. Fill your gas tank. We know how expensive gas is right now. Finally, get your car repaired or catch up on bills without having to wait for your next paycheck. And you can even build credit when you settle up on time. It's a win, 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 win. I mean, it's awesome. And millions of people have already downloaded the Dave app to make their finances easier. So if you're in a pinch, get the help you need by downloading Dave. Download Dave today at dave.com slash MLB. That's dave.com slash MLB. You could get up to, again, $500 in five minutes or less. No credit check, no late fees. I'll tell you one more time. You got to go do it. Even if you think your finances are good, they can always be better. So download the Dave app now or go to dave.com slash MLB. All right, Phillies Brewers game two, and the Phillies have a chance to win the series. 
tonight, 6.40 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Phillies Brewers. You can listen to every pitch of the hometown radio broadcast of that game, Sirius XM app. Just go to the SXM app and search Phillies. You know the spiel. It's the best way to go ahead and get it. You can't get it to a TV. No worries. Listen on the Sirius XM app. Now, Christopher Sanchez is taking the mound tonight, and he's facing off against Colin Rea for the Milwaukee Brewers. What we saw last night is something I talked about earlier in my crossover with Chuck Freeman, who hosts Locked On uh, Locked On Brewers. He talked about the lineup for the Brewers and how it hasn't been that productive. Well, we saw that uh, last night with Aaron Nola's outing. This is a very beatable lineup that the Brewers roll out there. Good pitching by Milwaukee, but not the best lineup, and that's an opportunity for Christopher Sanchez. Here's the number matchup between the two starters. Uh, Ray is 5-4 and four with a 4-7-1 ERA. Sanchez, 0-3, but a 3-2-6 ERA, and he's got that whip down to .99, less than a base runner an inning for Christopher Sanchez. That's great. At over 30 in the third innings, it's a small sample size, but I don't know that I'd call it a total anomaly. Ray has thrown 80 in the third innings pitch, and he struck out 67. So another one of those guys like Tarot, where you're not really worried about the strikeout capability. You can be patient a little bit. Uh, he's walked 26 batters. That's a good number of walks, so you can try and create on the base pass with that. Sanchez, meanwhile, 27 Ks and 30 in the third innings. He's only walked five guys. He's given up five home runs, though. The long ball is the key for Christopher Sanchez. If he can be good tonight, he can put the Phillies in a really good position to win this series, and that's what the key is going to be, right? Their lineup is not that good, and the offense from the Phillies is going well, so that leans towards the Phillies being favored, and I'll tell you about how much they're favored in this game and for the games to come in just a second. But the big thing is the offense, while it's running, you can't have a guy go out there and give up like five, six runs and put you behind the eight ball. You need good starts against a lineup that's beatable, and I think Christopher Sanchez is capable of that tonight. Aaron Nola did it last night. Keep that momentum going. Try and win. What would it be? They won the last three against the Padres. It would be their fifth win in a row if the Phillies can win tonight. ESPN Analytics, if I could talk, that would help. ESPN Analytics says the Phillies have a 59.5% chance to win tonight, 40.5% chance for the Brewers. So a big favorite. The Phillies are minus 165 on the money line. I think they were minus 210 yesterday. So a little bit less favored on the money line, but ESPN Analytics likes them almost as much. I, I imagine why it's less odds is because you have a guy like Christopher Sanchez going with not a lot of sample size. Another right-handed pitcher in Raya, though, which plays very much towards the lineup. Kyle Schwarber, hopefully another good night. Bryce Harper, hopefully a good night and show off a little bit of power. Bryson Stott, a lefty who hits well against lefties, but he's up to 306 now with the batting average. Maybe some opportunity there. Also, Alec Bohm put together some good at-bats yesterday, had an RBI on a uh, fielder's choice early on in the game. Uh, this lineup is just, it's really deep. And once you put Bryce Harper at first base and maybe you make a move at the trade deadline, which I'm going to talk about coming up when we wrap up, uh, you have a real opportunity uh, to take advantage of this series. And you're going to want to do it today because not to get too far ahead of ourselves, but Corbin Burns throws tomorrow for the Milwaukee Brewers, and he's got a 3.73 ERA and a 1.11 whip on the year. That's going to be a tough matchup for this Phillies offense. All righties in the series against the Brewers, which helps out the lefty heavy lineup that the Phillies trot out there. But yeah, big one tonight. Go ahead and take care of this. Put yourself in position for a sweep tomorrow. This is the one in the series that you really want to have because you don't want to have to rely on a Corbin Burns uh, game to go ahead and try and win the series or avoid losing the series. You want to just stack that away right now, stack wins against the Brewers, and take care of business. Now, while we were on the topic, because I brought up the standings earlier, I want to tell you where the Phillies are. Currently in the wild card, they are your third wild card team. They have a record of 52-42. and 42. 
the Diamondbacks are a half game up on them. The San Francisco Giants are a game and a half up on them, but the Miami Marlins are now a half game behind the Philadelphia Phillies. Yes, that good Marlins team. They have a minus 15 run differential, though, and that's what I've always been looking at with the Marlins. As good as their record has looked, they've been minus in the run differential, which means they're, to me, that kind of says luck has something to do with it. It means they might be playing out over their skis a little bit there, and uh, that shows me that the Phillies are the better team. Their head-to-head record wouldn't really tell you it, but uh, I'm looking at the records right now, and the Phillies are in a playoff spot. The Marlins are not, just for a little bit of division check-in as well. The Braves are still just as good. They're 61-32. and 32. The Phillies, though, second place in the NL East now, nine and a half games back. I wouldn't say they're in striking distance. Here's the run differential. You ready for this? The Phillies have a plus 13 run differential. The Braves have a plus 145 run differential. Yeah, that's a darn good baseball team. And I think they still have the best record in baseball. Let's go ahead and look at the overall record. Uh, Yeah, the Braves still have the best record in baseball by three and a half games over the Tampa Bay Rays. They've only lost 32 games this year. That's a darn good team. But if they hit a cold stretch and the Phillies continue to win two out of three, three out of four, three out of five, four out of six, stuff like that, go on those type of stretches for the rest of the year, this is going to be a 90-plus win baseball team. And who knows what the ceiling is. And I wouldn't want to face them right now. If there's a team in baseball outside of the Atlanta Braves that I don't want to play right now, it might be the Philadelphia Phillies. There's some other teams that have been playing well recently, but the Phillies are just as good as any of them. The talent level looks great, and they're going to get better at the trade deadline because Dave Dombrowski is going to make aggressive moves. And Dave, if you're listening, not Dave, our first sponsor, but Dave Dombrowski, if you're listening, I've found your guy that you want to target for the trade deadline move, one of them. Still want to go add a starter. Still want to add a bullpen piece. I'm going to talk about a position player coming up. And I like what he could potentially bring. We'll discuss coming up as we wrap up today's episode of Locked on Phillies. But I got to tell you about our title sponsor first. My guys over at Sleeper. Okay, tonight. I'm going to take Kyle Schwarber's over in home runs. Because he's hit one in the last four games. Why not? I'm also going to take the over in Christopher Sanchez strikeouts. I think this is a gettable lineup against the Milwaukee Brewers. And I think I'm going to take the over in Bryson Stott's hit, Stott hits because he's been hot recently. You can also look at Trey Turner and Christian Yelich went over four last night, I believe. He's been playing so good lately. He's been batting like nearly 400 over the past two weeks, or I guess two weeks worth of games. He's probably going to have a night where he gets a hit or two. So you can look at that. And the way you can do that, well, if you want to win 100 times your money, and who doesn't, you can use Daily Fantasy Baseball app Sleeper. They're now offering up to 100 times payout for up to eight pick contests. You can choose as many as eight players that you like and pick more or less on your favorite baseball stats. Like I was mentioning, home runs, strikeouts, hits, all that good stuff. You get your picks right, and you could win big. The app's super easy to use. The interface couldn't be simpler. You go on there, and you check it out, and you just run down the list, and you tap in, okay, over on this. Under on this, select the players you want for that uh, that little option there, and entries can be made in 30 seconds or less. It's really that easy. If I can do it, you can do it. Come on. I, I talk on a podcast for a living. I'm not exactly doing rocket science over here, even though I do like my work that I do here on Lock on Phillies, if I do say so myself. But I'm not always the sharpest tool in the shed. I find it super easy to use the sleeper app. Plus, you get safe and fast withdrawals, so you get your money securely and quickly. That's what you want, right? You absolutely got to check out Sleeper. If you're a fantasy baseball head, if you're a baseball head in general, go ahead and check out one of the best 
daily fantasy apps out there. Plus, use promo code Locked On and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms are used for details. They're currently operational in over 30 states, so most likely in yours. And uh, check out Sleeper today. Okay, trade deadline is upcoming, right? End of the month. It's going to, well, start of August. That's the next month, right? July, August. I'm bad with months. See, I told you I'm dumb and I can still use Sleeper. Go ahead and check them out. Uh, but anyway, yes, trade deadline's coming up. Early in August, I think it's August 1st. Uh, I'll get the exact date when we get a little bit closer in another week. Uh, but I found my guy that I want the Philadelphia Phillies to go ahead and target. No, it's not Shohei Otani. No, it's not Nolan Arenado. I would take both of those guys over this guy, but I'm talking about a realistic option here. Some guy that fits in where I think the Phillies' biggest uh, trade deadline move is going to be for a starter. I think they're also going to add to the bullpen, and I think they're going to add a position player who's – Maybe not top-of-the-line guy at the trade deadline, but he's a guy that can be valuable. He currently plays in Boston. Boston, you hear that? I said that with an accent. Boston, I'll say it normally, uh, like I do. Uh, but he's been an all-star. I think back in 2016 he was an all-star. He won a gold glove in 2021. He currently plays for the Boston Red Sox, like I said. His name is Adam Duvall, and he is a versatile defender. He's a left fielder and a first baseman. Uh, a righty to give you an opportunity for a right-handed bat. I know you have a lot of lefties in the lineup right now, so he evens that out. Now, he's only hitting 250 right now. He's got seven home runs on the year. Not doing anything crazy offensively, but he won a gold glove in 2021. He's a good, really good defender. And if you're going to put someone out in the outfield, you want someone comfortable in left field, which he is, someone who's not a crazy huge bat, so he's not that expensive. You can get him at a premium from a team that's not really in contention. The Red Sox are not bad, but they're not going to compete in the AL East, and they're not going to compete for a wild card, I don't think. The Red Sox are in that position where they could offload him and try and build a little bit more towards the future when the AL AL East might not be as stacked as it is this year. And you're just looking for a guy that can play alongside Brandon Marsh in center field, alongside alongside Johan Rojas in center field, a guy that you feel comfortable with daily in the outfield that might be a little bit more proven than if you were to go with Marsh and Rojas, being that Rojas has played like two games at the major league level. I really like Adam Duvall. I think he fits the price point. I think he was a guy – well, he's a guy who's won a World Series before. He won in 2021. So he's a guy that's been in a winning culture before. I don't know. He just seems to make so much sense to me what Adam Duvall – does a career 11 war guy so he, and he's a career 231 hitter like he's not giving you too much offensively but just a solid defensive player that's a veteran outfielder that you know that you can go ahead and trust so that's my guy maybe uh you have another one we're gonna have a deeper dive into the trade deadline a little bit later on we'll probably do that next week as we approach and we'll talk about general options at different positions but that's the guy that i'm going to be obsessed with the phillies getting that's my early pick for one of the guys that the Phillies bring in. So there you have it. A little trade deadline talk. A little preview of tonight's game. A little recap of last night's game and who's hot, who needs to stay hot. All that good stuff fit into today's episode of Locked on Phillies. One more time, I want to remind you, 6.40 p.m. Eastern Standard Time tonight. Phillies Brewers appointment watching as the Phillies go for their fifth straight win. And you can listen to it on the SiriusXM app. Just go to the SiriusXM app and search Phillies, and you can listen to every pitch of the Phillies hometown radio broadcast. That's all for today's episode of Locked On Phillies. Thank you so much for checking us out. Again, we're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Really appreciate it. Make sure you're rating, reviewing, subscribing to the YouTube. And I will talk to you next time on the next episode of Locked On Phillies.